You know what I'm going to do too? I'm going to do a night GTV. Why not, eh? Coconut. My father thinks I'm losing my mind. Every time he sees me with a video of Benji, he goes, my, you're really stupid. Are we, are we live? <laughs> sorry, guys. So sorry. Okay, hang on. I'm going to do something at the same time while Marie-Pierre is getting ready. Okay. I might as well put it also on Insta. Okay, you guys ready? Marie-Pierre, you let me know. I don't hear the music. I'll open here in the meantime. So if anybody writes comments on um, Facebook Live, when Marie-Pierre starts talking, I'm going to go and answer questions or comment. I love when you guys write comments down. Let me just open it so I can see it. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Okay, by the way, in our multi-level marketing, I'm so excited. We have a new sales special and I'm, we're all going, Rah! we're so, so excited. Okay, so here we go. This is not the time to talk about this, Maria, but I'm still excited. Okay, there you go. Oh, there, oh, I see myself live. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to go live also on Instagram. Why not coconut, right? Why not coconut? So welcome everyone. I decided to, uh, to add this morning live on Instagram. So thank you, my friends, for joining us. Thank you for being part of our podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. And I'm so, so excited. We're, we're into a fabulous book. If any of you are joining us for the very first time today, it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People in the digital age. And let me tell you, I've been an entrepreneur for 37 years. My name is Maria Mariano. Yes, in my MLM, I'm known as the kitchen specialist. I help customers organize their kitchen, regain control of their kitchen, save time, money, have a healthier lifestyle. And you know, we always talk about let's be the solution to the pollution. Well, you know what? It starts I really believe with cooking. Maybe that's, that's the Italian side in me. I don't know what it is. Anyways, so welcome, welcome, welcome. And what I love now is that I needed to update my speaking skills because I no longer speak to an audience of hundreds of people the way we used to do. And I don't know if anybody on the live or, or Lise or Anna that's with us on Zoom, if you've ever been to one of our galas, you know, where we used to be up to a thousand, a thousand eight hundred people. Well, those ways of communications were very, very easy back in the days. I can't believe Marie Pierre, I'm saying back in the days. I mean, it's going to be a year that we are in this new uh, type of. Um, of business, right? Only a year in March, uh, but it looks like we've been here forever, but it's very, very different our communication versus before. I always like to remind everybody before I would walk into a meeting room, probably, you know, 30 minutes ahead of time. I always say being early is being on time. Being on time is being late and being late is just not okay. It's disrespectful. 
This is how I told my kids, okay? Being early is being on time. So, and we would walk in, we would rub shoulders. So I would get to see your face. I would get to feel your energy, how you're feeling. Uh, then when I would go on stage to start doing my meeting and I would say, I would say something, I was able to really, really address my audience. And then after the meetings, we would still rub shoulders together, right? We would continue to rub shoulders together. So if there was something, Anna, that wasn't right with you, I would have the time to, to notice it. I would have the time to be empathetic and listen to you. I would have, like, it's just another world. I love you too, Anna. It's just another world. Today, we don't have that anymore. So how do you work in this digital communication world where I didn't get to rub shoulders with you, Lise, before going on my podcast? I didn't get to rub shoulders with, you know, our friends. I got Michelle here and I've got Kathy here on uh, live. I didn't get to rub shoulders and get your vibe before, you know, I went on stage. So what do we do? How is it done? And this is why my choice with Marie-Pierre of the book, um, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People for me was very important. I hope it's important to you. Before we begin, please, if you haven't shared the Podbeam, please go share the Podbeam. I'm counting on your collaboration. Uh, you know, it's not a fancy podcast. It's not one of those podcasts where we start with the fancy music and, and the rockets and the fireworks. Uh, you know, we're like very down to, I call it a, a homey podcast. I don't know if that's well said in English, but it's authentic. What it is, our podcast is authentic. It's real. Um, you have my experience of 37 years in business. I've been married for 33 years to Mohammed, three children. So I bring you my experience. You have Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, the younger generation, extremely successful that bring the inside of the new world. Um, and we want you to share it and comment. Share and comment the Podbeam. Share the live, comment on the live. It helps us increase our algorithms. And we have a beautiful conference that's being held in French, 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 um, in uh, 12 noon on March 6th in French and in English from 1.30 to 5.30. And you're wondering, well, how do I register? If I want to register, just go on the group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds on Facebook, and you'll be able to register. And once again, it, we do this podcast for personal reasons, to create a community where we level up together. This is the personal reason. But more importantly, my big, big vision is I really believe when people are in gratitude, people are feeling good, people are happy. That is the number one ingredient to becoming multimillionaires. That's the number one ingredient to be debt-free. That's the number one ingredient to be free of, uh, of mortgage. And that's the number one ingredient to make a lot of money and help somebody in need. So last week we began on a positive note. We said that if we want to criticize somebody's work, we need to begin on a positive note. And it's that power that allows us to, uh, to, to then give a constructive criticism. But if I start on a note where I attack you, there is never my, my criticism that I have to give, even if it's a good one, even if it's constructive, because I began on an um, accusatory, I don't know how to say it properly. What happens is 
you will close your ears and you will not listen to what I have to say. Today, we're going to talk about the importance and the power to acknowledge our mistakes to the person who you have harmed with your mistake. And I think all of us, I hope I'm not the only one, we've all made mistakes. The question is, how do we deal with this? So the subject is called acknowledge your baggage. This, it, what it does when I acknowledge my baggage, it simply, number one, dismisses the tension that I have with my coworker, that I have with my husband, that I have with my children. What else does it do? Uh, it makes competition healthy. Like I'm looking at this very first week in my business right now that we have, and it's absolutely explosive results. I'm even saying, should we buy shares? <laughs> okay, uh, absolutely explosive results. But I really believe it's a healthy competition that we have when we look at our teammates that are doing wonderful and it creates a, um, a harmonious competitive ambiance, right? What else does it do when I acknowledge my baggage? Well, everyone will feel safe around me. What else does it do when I acknowledge my, my, my baggage? We will grow faster together and faster, bigger than ever. And honestly, Marie-Pierre, 2020 has been a great example of that because I've made many, many mistakes in 2020. And every time I made a mistake, I've always acknowledged it. So what's, what's happened is people feel confident, feel uh, protected. I mean, Marie-Pierre, no, 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 don't do this. And all of a sudden, okay, guys, let's do this. And I will tell them I made a mistake. I thought it was the right way. After learning, after watching those making things happen, I realized, well, it's not the right way. Acknowledging my mistakes has created an environment that everyone wants to be part of. Marie-Pierre, you better say yes, right? Okay. And Joan, you're part of my organization. You better say yes. I, I see you guys on Facebook Live. <laughs> okay. So with my children, let's, let's go here with family. With my children, I'm sorry. I simply want what is best for you, dot, 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 will bring Yasmin Haben, Nadia, to listen to me sincerely, because I do acknowledge I made a mistake. Actually, Marie-Pierre, yesterday, you know, you know my life more than anybody else, was a drama period in my home with COVID-19, and, and COVID has, has been separating a lot of families, eh? because you have those that are worried about COVID in the same address and those that aren't worried about COVID and it creates big, big fights. And yesterday I had a drama, irrelevant. But when I got home, uh, everybody was still up. Yeah, I have a, a late sleepers at home and we all acknowledged the mistakes that were done in the day. So everybody went home with big, everybody went to bed with big hugs. With my husband, Mohammed, I'm sorry. I'm tired and I took it out on you, okay? Dot, dot, dot. My God, builds incredible, you know, marriages and, and it allows, well, I say to people, if I were to remarry today after 33 years of marriage with the experience I have today, I would remarry the same man. But it's, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Acknowledge, and Mohammed is exactly the same thing because the more, in the last 33 years, the more I acknowledge my mistakes, it would help him to acknowledge his. We have an expression in our multi-level marketing. We always say, don't tell them, show them. Don't tell them, show them. So if I show my husband, I acknowledge my mistake, it encourages him 
as a male to acknowledge his and exactly what happens at work. I'm sorry for having been disrespectful. Dot, 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 magnificent. Please accept my apology. So people say, well, how do you do it? Well, start with, please accept my apology. There is no excuse for my behavior. If any of you are taking notes or not, doesn't matter, Marie-Pierre is gonna put this on the Facebook group called the Millionaire of the Diamonds. You will see the person you are apologizing to open their hearts and together we will build a much stronger relationship. And you know, Marie-Pierre, you've witnessed my mistakes in 2020 and those people right now are my key players in my organization. But if I had not acknowledged my mistakes, I would have lost key players and they would have went off selling something else or just altogether quitting and saying, I'm not going to have any of this when I'm giving my heart and soul and nobody's recognizing what I'm doing, okay? War ends simply by proclaiming our mistakes. Who would like their family wars to end? Or, there you go. This is how it happens. Be open to a conversation that may include a discussion uh, of your faults. Oh, Marie-Pierre, you witnessed that famous Friday morning where our, our power hour with, with the circle that builds rallies, our meetings, the discussion of that morning lasted, my God, for me, it was like 24 hours, but at least 30 minutes on everybody telling me how I was wrong. Be open to a conversation that may include a discussion of your faults. And excuse my language, just shut up while it's happening. Take it in. You've got to be open with that. You've got admitting one's mistakes can help uh, convince my children, my husband, my coworkers to change their behaviors too. That's so, so powerful. It can be effective in many forms to acknowledge, I am sorry. The difficulty that leaders have, okay? The difficulty that leaders face in implementing this rests on one critical element. You must admit that you have made a mistake, that you are not perfect. Now, when this happens, it's quite interesting, and we covered it this morning, Marie-Pierre. There's a study that was conducted with 35,000 people. And what they realized is the multimillionaires of this world, the number one key ingredient they have in common amongst many, like amongst by being happy most of the times, smiling the most of the times, but the number one key element to advancement is they are all able to say, hey, guy, I'm, hey, man, I made a mistake. Marie-Pierre, I'm so sorry. My God, I, I didn't realize I made a mistake. You know, admitting you have made a mistake is the first step. Now I ask you, do you want to be financially free? I hope everybody's answer says yes. Well, you've got to acknowledge your mistake. And until this doesn't happen, nothing happens. So Marie-Pierre, my friend, okay, let, let's dive right into four great, great, four great leaders for four reasons great leaders admit their mistakes, four ways to get better at admitting you're wrong, and how to accept blame when, <laughs> when I deserve it. I love it. <laughs> yes, I really wanted to give you the reason why first, because when you don't know the why, it's really hard to listen of the how. So I really want us to start with the why. So the four reason great leaders admit their mistake First, because it earns respect. When leaders are honest about their shortfalls, 
and can learn from their mistake, they earn respect and along the way create an environment of transparency. So respected leader take the calculate risk that others want when they fear too much making the wrong decision and having to face the consequences. But playing if too safe fails to earn respect. So be the, the kind of leader that yes, take calculated risk and you don't have to fear the to do the wrong, wrong decision because you know that you can admit your mistake too. The second one is to uh, the vulnerability strengthen the team. <laughs> when leaders admit to mistakes, it brings clarity to opportunity gap and elevates a deeper sense of accountability that can be shared amongst the team. Everyone begins to value the importance of having each other's back. Number three reason is leading by example. When leaders are accountable for their mistake, they are leading by example. This elevates employee engagement to a point where leaders, by giving them permission not to fear making the wrong decision, are empowering employees to take more initiative, knowing that they're not always going to have the right answer. And number four reason is to build a culture of trust. So when leaders admit to making mistakes, it ultimately builds a culture of trust. A workplace culture that promotes trust allows employees to live uh, with an entrepreneurial attitude which stimulates innovation and initiative. So with mistakes come key learning. So with each key learning comes more experience and with experience comes the greater ability to identify opportunity and opportunity seized rightly can be the ultimate game changer and a leader's platform to advance their career, their organization and the industry they serve. So yes, be the kind of people that do wrong decision because it's really an opportunity. So maybe now you're not the kind of people that like to admit their fault. It's okay, I will give you four ways to get better at admitting that you're wrong. <laughs> So first is to lean into the human condition. That means that, yes, I can admit that I'm wrong because I am human and we all make mistakes and I will still be loved in spite of this. So just be, yes, I'm human. Okay, so <laughs> remember that. Number two, get introspective. So make a list of your flaw and ask yourself important introspective questions why I am afraid to be vulnerable, why I am afraid to admit that I'm wrong. So just ask yourself important questions just to learn about yourself. Number three is to ask for feedback. <laughs> ask for feedback. So while it may seem like a really big step to make yourself so vulnerable, just remember how it can open you up to the acceptance and deep emotional connection with the people around you. And number four, it's to be open to critique. Like Maria said, you take it and you shut up. <laughs> you just listen. <laughs> so be open to critique because in case of blind spot that you are maybe not aware of your wrongdoing, it can happen. It's important to hear out other as they express frustration or call you out. 
So these skills involve taking the emotion out of the equation and looking at a scenario objectively and from the other person's perspective. So now that you know why, you know <laughs> um, how to get better, now you can learn how to accept the blame when you deserve it. So if uh, we have 11 steps to accept the blame. <laughs> so the first step is just to realize that you made a mistake and you deserve to be blamed. And yes, maybe you, it seems like you're, you, it's appear weak for you, but instead it really show maturity, courage and self-awareness when you do that. The second step is to don't try to shift the blame. Yes, maybe it's not just your fault. Maybe you are a group of people. Maybe it came from some, someone else, but don't try to shift the blame. Just say, okay, yes, for me. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I can learn from it. Yes, it's an opportunity. I can take it. So don't try to shift the blame. Take it for you. Number three, address the situation sooner than later. Waiting to see how things will play out, it's not wise. The longer you wait, the more severe consequences there will be. So just take it sooner than later. Number four, speak to the person who is affected by your wrongdoing. So admitting your mistake shows that you are already aware of it and the fact that you are not perfect and willing to improve. And now it's time to apologize. So number five, apologize. If the situation requires it, make a sincere apology, accept your fault and make it clear to the person who is affected that you are sorry for the trouble or hurt your action have caused. Number six, validate the person's feeling. Just let them know that you understand that the way they feel. Everyone is human you can understand what they are feeling. So just validate the person, the other person's feeling. Number seven, to propose a solution. Yes, we want to move after that. We move past the event. So this may, means changes in the future, like not repeating the same mistake, or maybe it will be to uh, take action now, doing something that will, um, repair the first mistake. After that, number eight is to accept consequences. Yes. <laughs> so accepting your fault may be scary, especially knowing <laughs> there may be some consequences, but know that when the consequences are over, it's truly done. Yeah, it will be done. So <laughs> just accept the consequences of your mistake. After that, number nine is to reflect on your behavior. So knowing what lead to your action or maybe inaction that you uh, make the mistake. So when you know exactly what lead to your mistake, you can improve yourself and never repeat the same mistake in the future. And number 10 is to get accountable. So find the, the good person around you. Maybe it will be a mentor. Maybe it will be uh, someone from your family, maybe a colleague, maybe a friend that can be the, the person who say, okay, I will, you say, okay, you want to improve that action that you do to not redo the same mistake. Okay, perfect. We will talk every day, make sure to not repeat the same mistake. And number 11, 
yes, move on from the situation. Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. Once you have gone through the step of accepting the blame, move on from it. Do not try to constantly, constantly make it up to the person you have hurt. It's done. It's done. It's okay. Do not try to relieve the situation and allow guilt to linger forever. Just move on. So that's the 11th step to accept the blame when you know that you deserve it. Thank you. And Marie-Pierre, once again, if you haven't joined our group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds on Facebook, go. All these documents are there. You can revise them. If you're anything like me, you're going to want to take notes. I love printing these documents. Marie-Pierre knows. Marie-Pierre, did you print it for me? And then I love working it because building my dream life has been intentional since age 18. And it's a work in progress. And you know, this work in progress, what's beautiful is all these mistakes I've made in 33 years, in 37 years I've been in business, I have fabulous stories to tell you guys. You become a phenomenal storyteller. How many times, Marie-Pierre, people say, yeah, but I don't have stories to tell. Well, it's going to come. It's going to come. Just make sure you're in action because the ones that do a lot in a day make the most mistakes. And the more mistakes you more, the more mistakes you make, the more you will become a phenomenal storyteller. So every time there's something we're talking about, I always have a story. I always have a story. Well, Marie-Pierre, that's proof. I've made all, I was going to say a, a bad word there, but a uh, 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 load of mistakes in my life. All right, guys. So thank you for being with us tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh. We're going to call out other people's mistakes. Now it's going to be our turn. Okay. We're going to call out. So I say, you want to call out. I'm going to admit to my mistakes, but I'm also going to call out your mistake. But how do we do it in a very quiet way and in a very productive way? Who would love to see their spouses being called out their mistakes and they don't feel attacked and it allows them to move forward? How many of us would love to call out our children's mistake without them? <laughs> I was going to say, you know, the cats when they go, Meow! <laughs> okay, without them getting angry with us. Okay, I think everybody, and how many of us are in a situation where we need to call out our coworkers' mistakes? How is it done with class? And how will it bring better results? So thank you for joining us once again. If you enjoyed, please share, please share and join us on our conference in English on March 6th at 8, no, in English at 1.30 p.m. All right, guys, thank you very much. Have a fabulous day and enjoy another sunny, beautiful day today. Bye-bye, everyone.